0: Presented here is a free teaser for this month's edition of the Top Rope Nation Classics Patreon Bonus Podcast. Every single month, we release a deep dive on a classic wrestling event as voted on by our supporters on Patreon. It's a true historical deep dive. The only place to hear these shows in full? Join the Patreon page for just $5 per month. The link is right here in the podcast description. Patreon is the best way to support the show. So click that link in the episode description and read all about it. It's patreon.com slash Rope nation and enjoy this special free preview. Ah yes everybody, it's time to go retro again, Top Rope Nation Classics, the 40th edition of Top Rope Nation Class 40 Podcasts of our bonus show. I mean, most podcasts do not even last 40 episodes on their main feed. We got 40 episodes of this bonus show. It's a good one. WrestleMania 17. Uh I would say a beloved show in wrestling fandom. We'll probably have some different takes on this from all around the spectrum here with all three top rope Nation hosts. It's Ryan Drosty, Justin Joint, Kyle Ross all on the line. You know, lately we haven't done a lot of shows together guys because of our differing schedules. So Kyle, it's good to talk to you again here live, my friend. How are you doing?
1: Oh, boy. We're pulling ourselves out from uh, March Madness. Feel like I've uh, been in front of the old tube for four days straight. And that's because I have been in front of the tube for four days straight. <laughs> uh, two weekends in a row. Uh, I actually went uh, to a resort two weekends ago. It was very fun in upstate New York with some colleagues. We behaved like complete animals and won a few of the games. Thankfully, we it, it was actually a marketing event. It's like a watch party Is how we marketed it And we proceeded to alienate Everyone in the sports book Within one hour Because we were all in Tennessee When clearly everyone else there Bet Duke And we were like yelling Like what kind of idiot would bet Duke And a lot of people emptied out So from a marketing oh, perspective show, The event could have been more successful But we won a lot uh, That was good And now I am here to discuss Of course my second love in this world professional wrestling and there is no one i would rather do it more with than you two fine gentlemen
0: oh second love shocking i would have assumed this was your first love no offense to your wife upstairs but i mean
1: (laughs) oh i mean this is my third love (laughs) <laughs> hey last year when it was more first than when we were in 1987 it was my first time i got a few things to say about oh 2001 of the world wrestling federation oh boy
0: that you know that wrestlemania three show last year was an was an epic one that mm-hmm. might be the best classics of all time we've got when it comes to wrestlemania season we got to live up to that so we'll see how this one goes but i do know last month when we did classics we got a little inebriated here on the pod and We'll see how this one goes, but I've I've got my I've got my tequila over there. It's ready to go just like last month. I'm not starting with the tequila. I got an IPA here, but oh, yeah. Justin, you, how are you doing? What do you got?
2: I'm doing good. Well, real quick, you, do you have that Eddie Kingston's uh, soundbite queued up in case we need it during the show? You know <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man i need to get it i need to get it because that was yeah, that was tremendous but
2: no I, i'm doing good i'm excited to talk about wrestlemania x7 which if you guys did not know is a celebration of life
0: oh yes that that opening was a little over the top
2: just a little
0: <laughs> <laughs> the most like ridiculous <laughs> we'll talk about it, but the most ridiculous like stock footage you can put together yeah with those clips I mean it,
1: it, you know it's it's funny that they say that because I don't know man it's it's it might be a celebration of life but un, until it all dies
0: <laughs> I suppose yikes
1: not talking about Fred Blassie god rest his soul either
0: yeah
2: he didn't uh, he, was he gone like a year later after Boy, it this wasn't long. i don't think it was that much longer i can't remember if he was still doing it by 20
0: mm. He died in 03. So, yeah, like two yeah, years later. Two years, huh? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because he had gone like, um, they they used him, I feel, for like some big rah-rah speech during the invasion, didn't they?
2: Yes, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I remember a few things.
1: I, I, I <laughs> By the way, I'm glad you reminded me, Ryan, I, of just how hammered we were. For that Wrestle War 91, I remember being done with that and being like, God, was that good? I, I can't remember. <laughs> like, I, I went upstairs. Like, I like, like, you know, just to peel the curtain back. I was straight stumbling. Like, by the end of that show, <laughs> I was legit hammered. Yeah. I think actually 10 minutes into the show, I
0: was hammered. I was, and, I was but, feeling but, pretty good. The feedback look, was great. I was going to you
2: know. say, yeah, yeah. Luckily, uh, everybody seemed to enjoy it. hmm
0: Yes, so if you guys are joining us for the live feed right now, let us know in the chat. We can get you involved. Of course, thank you to the patrons who make these bonus shows possible. There will be a teaser of this on the main feed, but as always, I'm expecting this to go two hours plus. This will be exclusive for the patrons. You all, you see the names going across the bottom of the screen. You all make it all possible, of course, each and every month, and we thank each and every one of you. So, all right, talking about WrestleMania 17, 2001 wwf state of the fandom where were you at in life Justin? let me start with you what were you up to in uh, early april of 2001 i was
2: in the process of flunking out of college not flunking but like basically getting ready to quit because my heart just wasn't into it and it would be about 10 years before i went back but um partying with my friends, chasing girls, watching a lot of pro
0: wrestling. That that was about the extent of it, man. Well, you were you're about 5 months away at this point I think from your life being totally changed. Meeting Ryan Drosty? That's right. <laughs> I didn't know if you oh. knew what I was going to be referring to. Yeah, what well, that ar- one. That <laughs> cool. Talk
1: about that WrestleMania show open. Jesus, that gave that ad copy some run for its money.
2: Well, I, was thinking, for, I you got me for a second. I was like, wait, I, five months? Is that when I turned twenty-one? Because
0: that was right around the same time. Oh, I know you were twenty-one because uh, you were buying some booze for me oh, soon yeah. after we met. So some real shit booze yeah yep so yeah it was uh for me i was this is like near the height of my wrestling fandom uh wwf ran a house show here in our hometown like uh a month before this austin was at the show taker triple h all of them pretty much but rock were on that show that was a big one uh and i watched this one live with a few friends at a buddy's house did you watch this live justin no um I, I don't think I was able to see it until
2: you know it came out to rent. Because mm-hmm. the thing that sticks out in my mind is I remember obviously I, I was logged on and paying attention to the results and whatnot, but we will get into it. But seeing the the still of Austin and Vince McMahon shaking hands was just kind of engraved in my mind, like, what the
0: fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so we mentioned at the top that over the top intro scenes all over the world, people watching um, WrestleMania highlights in the uh, what were they like in the desert, in the backs of cars, in these garages. I mean, it was just just seemed like this just stock footage where they just laid over WWF on these TVs everywhere. I thought it was not good. Really,
1: I actually thought no. it was good. You and I, I, I didn't have mind it. You and I have
2: I, very I think different.
0: No, I will say at the time, I thought it was kind of cool. But looking back, I was like, man, this is pretty lame. These people aren't watching pro wrestling. Come on.
2: I I think it's got to be better than every other WrestleMania opening promo than, you know, in the last 20 years. Probably <laughs> that's probably oh, that's, that, that's not that's not a high yeah. bar, but not, not yeah. as
1: good as Vince reading over uh, all the 30 names in the 92 Rumble. I, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> never going to oh. live that down.
0: Yeah. Here's the here's the stats on the show before we go any further. All right. So this show, according to WrestleNomics, did 970,000 North American buys, which was the most ever for the WWF WWE worldwide. is the estimate, which there are some others on on the worldwide numbers that crept up to that, maybe even surpassed it, but North American buys, this was the most ever. Um, The previous year, WrestleMania 2000, did 824,000 worldwide buys and probably 757 North American, according to WrestleNomics. It was up substantially. Um, The attendance, 67,925 of which... 62,885 was paid. They did a gate of $3,530,905 per their Wrestling Observer newsletter. That was double the previous North America gate record, which was set at WrestleMania 5 back in 1989. It was the second largest North American crowd ever at the time, only behind WrestleMania 3. They did 1.1 million dollars in merchandise sold at the event. Uh, the previous merchandise record was 540 thousand at WrestleMania three.
1: And we should point out that this is the return to a dome for WrestleMania. WrestleMania had not been yeah. in a dome since uh, eight, right? Yeah,
0: nine years. Mm-hmm. You know, that was another thing about it. Just the mystique of this show at the time. It was so cool to see them in a setting that big. You know, it, they it, had done like the Alamo Dome, but it wasn't quite the same.
2: Yeah. It, the show, when you watch it, it, it does feel big. It feels like a big event, especially when you factor in an all-time. Uh, and Kyle, feel free to step out of the conversation here. An uh, all-time uh, stage design. Mm-hmm. I mean, the entire production of the show looks fantastic. It it's the first time that they utilize the uh, uh, colored spotlights on the floor near the oh, risers, okay. yeah. which uh, became a staple for Wrestlemania's and then their normal shows afterwards uh it, it just it, it looks really good and actually speaking of which Kyle you listened to Bruce Pritchard on the uh, yeah. show or you at least tried to
1: I, I actually made it all the way through almost the, all the way through
2: on the Facebook page I, I told you that it was basically a nothing burger but I did find there's one thing I thought was interesting and that one thing is something that had bothered me about this show for years. That doesn't involve a heel turn. And that is the the WrestleMania on the side is like cut off. Mm-hmm. And I never understood why that was. But that's because it was supposed to be much higher. But that was going to block the seats behind it, which were already paid for. So they basically had to like, saw it off and, and drop it down because, you know, those tickets were bought and paid for and they couldn't block those seats. Oh,
1: must have, I, must have been, I must have walked huh. away during that part. Oh, I'm glad you caught that. Okay.
0: Hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, I thought it looked great too. Seeing the Astrodome was cool. I mean, it hadn't been that long since the Astros had played there. I looked it up. It was what, 99 was there last year, the Astrodome. So they had played one full season out there, but it was an it was this aging, but also kind of legendary venue. So it was cool that they were running that stadium for the first stadium show in forever. Uh, and yeah, to your point, it looked great. I did not know that about the colored spotlights as a cool little factoid. So the Astros
1: were on to Enron Field.
0: Oh yeah. Let's do a whole podcast in Enron. <laughs> Do that, I'm sure. Geez,
1: i mean the McMahons would get along great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, all right. So, um, we get, probably
1: uh, used to work for Enron.
0: <laughs> we get uh Jim Ross and Paul Heyman welcoming us to the show, and we open up.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa whoa, 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 we got a lot to go over here. Paul Heyman, we, we got a, th- th- this is mm. the only Paul Heyman WrestleMania, and
0: Oh, man, you are going for that three-hour run time, Mark. Well,
1: I just, <laughs> See, I, I'm not as high on most of these matches as you guys are, so I can blow through them all. I like have one thing to say. But like, um, one thing that was a positive from that something to wrestle with, um, yeah. Justin, I was very pleased to hear uh, Bruce putting over Paul Heyman because, dude, if there is one thing that I did like about 2001 WWE a lot was yes. Paul Heyman being in place of Jerry Lawler. Yes, And, and Bruce even said... How taken aback he was, how much Heyman knew about the current storylines, and that he was even he was more knowledgeable about the storylines than fucking Lawler was. was
0: <laughs>
2: that's the, that's that's the least surprising thing ever. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. But no, yeah, Heyman, Heyman
2: was
0: great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he, he has a lot of great lines, and I thought him and JR worked tremendously mm-hmm. together in 2001. The first thing that I used to be a big Bill Simmons fan. Justin, big Bill Simmons fan. The Same. first thing he ever said that pissed me off was him whining, "Why don't they bring Jerry Lawler back for Paul?" Oh either? no,
2: I don't Jeez. remember that.
1: It was on, it was back when the blog was yellow. Oh, no, on yeah. page two.
0: I spent a lot of my jur- ironically journalism class periods in high school reading Bill Simmons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember that layout. I liked him a lot then too. But that is a bad take, Bill. Sports guy wasn't having it there. Uh, All right, so Jericho defending the IC title against William Regal opens. Ironically, of course, both spend time in AEW these days. Regal has left, but he was there for a while, so you get some AEW presence here. Pop pop quiz. (laughs) Up to this
2: point, this was only the second time ever that the IC title opened WrestleMania. Can you name the other one? Michael Satanka. You son of a bitch.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Now, the early WrestleManias, you're not
2: getting.
1: <laughs> if you asked me what I had for lunch today, I'd black out. But uh, those early WrestleManias, I know like the back of my head.
0: By the Ooh, way, I although, like- I have a hard time remembering yesterday these days. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't like William Regal anymore, by the way.
2: Oh, know, why is that?
1: CM Punk doesn't like him.
0: Oh did oh you boy.
1: see did you, I, I need I need to see, have this confirmed if him and FTR Bald really went up to Regal and called him a triple H stooge as soon as Triple H <laughs> as soon as Regal got hired.
0: Uh, that's funny.
1: I know CM Puck's an asshole, but I like him.
0: <laughs> Same.
1: <laughs> you triple H stooge? Right at he's hired. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right so Spot of pee? <laughs> all right let's get to this match Meltzer gives it two stars that's I think it's I think he's a little hard on it to be honest with you, I think this happened these days he's probably going three and a half on this this match um well
1: yeah because Jericho told him to yeah <laughs>